0: Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. I am sad to report that Ivana Trump has passed away about, it was reported about 20 minutes ago. Donald J. Trump put out a message, and I will read it to you. I quote, I am very saddened to inform all of those that loved her, of which there are many, that Ivana Trump has passed away at her home in New York City. She was a wonderful, beautiful, and amazing woman who led a great and inspirational life. Her pride and joy were her three children, Donald Jr., Ivanka, and Eric. She was so proud of them, as we were all so proud of her. Rest in peace, Ivana. She's with the angels now, only 73 years old. Bless her and the family. You know, we've been talking a lot about Bill Gates buying up a lot of farmland in America. He owns the most agriculture land in the United States. Well, no one's really discussed corporate land ownership or any foreign entities owning property in our country. You know, we've talked about China. We've heard of China purchasing land. And of course, they're doing it by large numbers under this administration because they can. They own Joe Biden. We all know it. We also know two weeks after January 20th, 2020, when Joe Biden took, (laughs) and I don't use that lightly, (laughs) that he took office, that he gave access to our power grids to China. We know this. We know China has been buying up a lot of property in America because they can at rapid rates under this administration. And they are bought and paid for, placed with China's help in our White House and in control, destroying our country. So Talk on the Street has pulled up a survey that is in progress. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is simply for awareness. The U.S. land ownership in the United States if we don't have accurate title, deeds of ownership, then we're not upholding the basic system of property rights in America. And there's a lot of corporate land ownership under fictitious names that are not even recorded with the federal data. For example, we know so far in this survey and research that a former Chinese military officer purchased 140,000 acres of land in Valverde, Texas. He wants to build a wind farm. The county access has one of his entities owning the land, but there is no record of it in the federal data. And there's also another similar type situation in Utah, Arizona, South Dakota, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I'm just bringing this up today, like I shared, simply for awareness. There is so much going on. This media is covering one story after the other, after the other, creating drama, creating chaos to divert what's really going on behind the scenes. You know it, and I know it. This is just one big deal that's going on under our noses that we might need to pay a little bit more attention to. I'm sure by now most of you have heard of the two governors of two of the worst states in the country, excluding New York, of course. Gavin Newsom and Governor J.B. Pritzer of Illinois. These two have been going after DeSantis Right? We know that Governor Newsom spent $103,000 on ads for commercials in Florida. And we know that Governor Pritzer in 2018 bought a $12.1 million estate in South Florida. You know, I knew that Pritzer was a billionaire but I never really cared too much because I thought he's such a strange guy. I don't like his policies. I think he's evil, corrupt, and he has no idea how the average person lives. And now I know why. (laughs) He's an heir to the Hyatt Hotel Fortune. Well, no wonder he doesn't understand everyday life. He's just a power hungry, probably a kid who was neglected as a child because his parents were so wealthy. They probably didn't pay much attention to him. And he gets power and popularity from being a governor. It all makes sense now, actually. So he's attacking DeSantis. You've got Gavin Newsom, who is slick willy in disguise. He's a horrible human. A friend of mine knew him and his wife in the early days before he was a politician and has nothing nice to say about him. He's all about him. And it shows today. I know when he was mayor of San Francisco, where they allow you to poop in the streets, walk around naked, use needles and drugs. They have eight people earning $175,000 a year each. All they do is they wear a vest, a reflector vest, and they walk around all day long and pick up needles in the streets and the gutters. That's their job. Thanks to Governor Newsom. So these two men, governors, are going after DeSantis, where 3,000 people estimated a day are moving to Florida. That doesn't reflect a horrible governor. That reflects a wonderful place to live. Because of the governor, they have a practical government. They're hard on crime. The Republican culture in Florida is to work hard, low taxes, like I shared the practical government, patriotic schools for education. It's very strong against crime. And the quality of life is amazing in Florida. All because of Governor DeSantis and the Republicans in office that are making it a great place to live with all the freedoms that all of us Americans are used to having and are wanting to have again. Can you imagine if Schweitzer or Newsom become president? They want the whole America to be California or Illinois, where the crime, like in Chicago, has record numbers. California has all the weather and the opportunities like Florida does, but it has terrible government. Sacramento, California is the perfect example of big government socialists. And what they produce is human feces on the streets, <laughs> syringes all over the place. Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Gascon DA, you know, he used to be the DA in San Francisco and he went to LA. They got recalled DA in San Francisco and now they're recalling Gascon. They even recalled Gavin Newsom and talk on the street is just like all the names are taking at the border, the 3.5 million and counting the names are taking at the border. They'll use wherever needed around the country to add illegal votes. This is what they've been doing in California and other states. So Gavin Newsom great example of this very count for votes. They went to the DMV on his recall and they had mules but they went to the DMV and they got votes, names for votes. There was a leak, it got buried. I have no proof, no evidence, so it turns out to be my opinion, though I know when it happened because I heard it then, but the proof got buried. So I'm going to have to refer to it as my opinion. But Newsom was also recalled. Since Governor DeSantis has been in Florida, over 200,000 Floridians have registered Republican. Over 200,000. So I believe there are 20,000, 30,000 ahead. Don't quote me. But talk on the street is, it's definitely a predominantly Republican state and Democrats who have moved there have changed party affiliation to Republican after they see the freedom and the normalcy of the American way of life is in Florida and why these two communist dictators, socialists from Illinois and California are attacking Governor DeSantis. So here it is, guys. The reason why I went there regarding the attack on Governor DeSantis. And where we are seeing Gavin Newsom all over the place. He was at the White House yesterday, walking in and out of the side doors, just like Obama used to do, like he owns the place. <laughs> Going to see Aunt Nancy? Talk on the street is... You ready? Joe Biden is supposed to be out by 2023 or in 2023 the nasty, cringe Kamala Harris is supposed to take over and give Gavin Newsom, the VP. Praying hard for our freedoms. God bless us all. And with that, <laughs> I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about January 6th, the illegals committing crimes across our country, murdering innocent Americans, and the media stay silent. On to the next crisis, fabricated lies by the left. We'll be right back. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. You know, we've all been questioning, and we've seen Ray Epps with the mountain of evidence points to him as the lead instigator of the January 6th riots. And we wonder why hasn't he been charged Why is he being protected (laughs) by the media and this fake clown show of this hearing? Well, (laughs) New York Times yesterday was covering it up like crazy. And then AOC last night accidentally spilled the beans. And she went literally on the steps of the Capitol and said January 6th was an inside job. When asked about EPS. And she was upset because she's like, this is going to happen again. She's scared to go there. A lot of people are in fear. But it needs to go where it all started. And she started to (laughs) reveal what we all know. We watched it live. I remember watching a live stream of January 6th. And I remember, and we've talked about this before, I have, about Antifa jumping the walls, breaking the windows, people screaming, that's Antifa, stop them. A guy went to the police and they just look, looked at him when they were like, please help us. Antifa is interfering and getting destructive. I've watched all different types of live streams as it happened. I also remember Ray Ups <laughs> and trying to get all these people together, getting them pumped up, fired up, and getting them to jump and run into the Capitol. Watched it happen live. Never forget it. So when AOC went on the steps, literally at the Capitol, and she said January 6th was an inside job, I don't think she realized what she was saying, but she was right. Finally, someone is admitting it. This January 6th committee, no witnesses can be cross-examined, no witnesses for the defense, no opposition view of the evidence, no member who didn't vote for impeachment. This is how they do it in North Korea. I refuse to give it any airtime. I can't watch these guys, especially Adam Schiff, for four years. I've got evidence of Russia colluding with Trump. I have the evidence. It's coming out soon. You're going to hear all about it. Blah, blah, blah. We heard that for four years and he lied. He had nothing because there wasn't anything. Proven nothing. And how he could be sitting up there smug is just bizarre. The whole thing is a sham. All they're doing is digging, 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 manipulating, lying, fabricating, creating fictitious evidence, editing certain things that would exonerate President Trump. He didn't do anything wrong. I watched the whole thing live. And, you know, when they showed the video in slow motion <laughs> of after Hutchinson did her I heard witness testimony, all hearsay. If you watched it slow motion, (laughs) the car didn't even, the vehicle didn't even budge, didn't even miss a beat. If President Trump allegedly was attacking anybody, which a couple years before when he was walking down that. Ramp very slowly because he just got new shoes and it was kind of raining out there and he didn't want to slip and fall because he knew the media would go after him. <laughs> so he walks really slow and they said that, look, he's unstable. He can't walk. All, he, all these things, they kept talking about his physical stuff. Look at how he drinks water, just all this stuff. And now all of a sudden he's stretch Armstrong. He can take on the Secret Service from way in the back seat. That's just not even logical. And the vehicle didn't even budge. You know, and I know, and anybody with a brain knows, if there's any type of confrontation while you're trying to drive a car, no matter who you are, there's gonna be a little wiggling in the car (laughs) while you're trying to drive. It's just so idiotic. So this January 6th committee is editing, fabricating, lying, And they keep showing little clips and having hearings when they find something because they want to arrest President Trump and prevent him from being the leader of the Republican Party because he is for America first and against this one world order. We all know this. Talk on the street is they have an October surprise. Apparently, they want to arrest President Trump right before the election to get Republicans to not go out and vote and get the Democrats fired up, we told you so, and went out and they're going to vote. That's the October surprise talk on the street. There's a lot of fighting going on behind the scenes, lots of evidence coming out. However, the January 6th committee refuses to allow anything outside in and they already have the FBI in their pocket, CIA, and they've got all the government Agencies. And then you have Adam Schiff going out there telling the military to seal all records of this hearing, to destroy evidence that would exonerate Trump. And he's getting away with it. No one's doing anything about it. It's just that corrupt. How did we get here? I don't want to give January 6th committee any more airtime. I just pray to God that somebody stops them soon and gets this over with. It's just ridiculous. Just like our inflation. According to the Heritage Foundation, when we received our stimulus checks, three times, one for 1200, one for 600, and one for 1400. Everybody's going, "Yay, we got $3200," right? <laughs> well, according to them, the Heritage Foundation, you lost because of inflation. So you're short $200 after the checks. Each household, because of this inflation, is costing us $3,400. So yeah, we got $3,200, but that just went towards our inflation. So we are short $200. Awesome. Vote red all the way down the boxes, please. I mean, <laughs> the Chair Council of the Economic Advisor, Cecilia Rose, she tried to spin it. And she started with the pandemic. It shored the supply chain affecting the world economy. And then she went on to blame Russia invading Ukraine. And those together have let us go to the roots have led us to this inflation more than a year after Biden stole the White House. The Russians invaded Ukraine. You know that, and I know that. (laughs) Don't you guys remember after he took the White House and he just started to sign all these executive orders? We've talked about that several times. First, it was a high-class problem. Then it was a transitory problem problem. Then they said it was temporary. Then they blamed the war in Ukraine. Again, that was a year, over a year after he took the White House. But inflation was already rising. You know, the American Relief Act was a big contributor. And thank God for Manchin and Seneca who stopped the Build Back Better plan. Wow, that would have been a total disaster and why some of the Democrats are blaming that we haven't spent enough money. That's why the inflation is so high. <laughs> That's just so sick in the head, twisted. It's so funny too, because yesterday all over the news, when they were talking about the numbers, the 9.1%, <laughs> all over the place they were saying that the numbers are good. They are just not fresh numbers. They are old numbers, but it'll be better. These are just old, old data. That's why it's 9.1%. Okay, so when the numbers are good, these are the numbers from today. These are fresh numbers. But when it's a bad report, the data is outdated. Who are they trying to kid? It's just crazy talk. You know, we need 50 more Senator John Kennedys. I love that guy. (laughs) He is so entertaining. He comes up with the greatest comments. (laughs) I'm gonna quote him today. He said, and I quote, The American people are very disappointed in President Biden and his policies. The majority of Americans believe he has mismanaged Congress, he's mismanaged COVID, he's mismanaged the border, he's mismanaged immigration, he's mismanaged crime, he's mismanaged America's energy independence, he's mismanaged Afghanistan. He's mismanaged the economy, and he's mismanaged inflation. This inflation is waterboarding the American people. People are scared. They're not going to be able to retire till they're 92. The creepy banjo kid (laughs) in deliverance is more popular than the president at the moment, and he'd better reverse direction soon because it's hurting America and it's hurting him. <laughs> who's the creepy banjo kid in deliverance that's so funny he comes up with the best stuff i mean i know 64 percent of democrats don't want him to run again 92 of them are under the age of 30 the younger generation want nothing to do with him joe biden is a grumpy old pervert he's a grumpy old man in my opinion And many of yours as well. I just went ahead and said it. He's sniffing another girl's hair yesterday. A young girl. This guy is so disturbing. They constantly use the Sal Alinsky method to blame others for what you do. And they're the ones who are the bad guys. Aren't you guys concerned about nuclear war? They were all talking about Trump. I'd rather have the mean Trump tweets than this grumpy old guy that snaps at everybody that has no idea what he's talking about. He's one that's mentally unstable, not President Trump. This is the guy that falls up the stairs, falls on his bike, not President Trump. He's the guy who, I'm petrified of him having any access to nuclear buttons, not President Trump. I never felt that safe in this country under President Trump. Now I just, you know, I'm just surrendered to God. <laughs> I know that God has another earth for us, a better place for us. And I have faith. I am so, I've surrendered. And I just turned it around to thank you, God, for allowing me to live during this time. That's the best way to cope, in my opinion. <laughs> That's what works for me. So now you have New York putting out an ad. I'm sure some of you or most of you have seen it. It's so bizarre. They put out an ad with a sign and instructions on what to do if there's a nuclear attack. Never mind you're disintegrated or if you're going to be looking like the walking dead. I don't know what caliber or what they're thinking, but here's the instructions. I just thought I'd share it with you because I'm still scratching my head. In New York, talk about scary. So here's your instructions. Number one, get inside fast. (laughs) Get into a building. Move away from windows. And number two, stay inside. Shut the doors and windows. Go to the middle of the building. Get clean immediately. Remove clothing and shower with soap and shampoo. (laughs) Number three, stay tuned. Follow the media. Oh boy, like we're really going to be trusting them. Sign up for Notify NYC. Officials will send wireless emergency alerts, WEA, (laughs) and stay put. That is, if you're not nuked into oblivion. (laughs) I mean, what? I mean, I guess if there's a light nuclear attack, that might make sense. And then you have Biden over in the Middle East. He was in Israel. They signed together. To stop Iran from getting nuclear capabilities to attack wasn't it a month ago or so that Iran was like days away from having everything that they needed to use nuclear attacks and were prepared by 2027 to attack America capabilities weren't they aren't they already there they're at the point of no return <laughs> I don't know. I just wish we had President Trump. None of this would be going on and we'd all be so much safer. The world would be a safer place. Ukraine would have never been invaded. We wouldn't have the, all of the chaos and the crisis going on around the world. Our gasoline would still be $2 a gallon or less, probably less because the pipeline, the Keystone pipeline would have gone through. By now it would have been completed. And our gas price would probably be a dollar a gallon. No joke. We would all be so happy, and we would all be Florida. But instead, we have the alternative for today. We've got the Jill Biden calling Hispanics tacos, and you've got the VP fumbling her words, making word salads. That's becoming her new name. We've got real beauties up in the White House. (laughs) So that being said, it's time for It's So Stupid, It's Funny. You need to get to go. I need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That was word salad, Kamala Cringe Harris herself. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great evening. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, I'm our voice. We the people, the people's voice. You can always reach me at talkonthestreet.net or TalkTheStreet.com, you're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.